Welcome to T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. Your host is Jose Negron. We take the guesswork out of technological jargon so that you know what's next, why it's great or not so great, and how you can benefit from it by learning about it early. Now, here is Jose Negron. Welcome, folks. This is your host, Jose Negron, on Voice America com on the Variety Channel, hosting the Lead Technology Show, T3, today, tomorrow's technologies, every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time or noon East Coast Time. You can also catch our podcast on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, check your local listing. We're in the morning and evenings. Uh, go to Voice America at the Variety Channel and look up uh, today, tomorrow's technology. As always, I'd like to thank our T3 audience uh, in the U.S. and our international audience. Uh, for the last three weeks, our listening audience has increased. Uh, we started off with the Pneumobag Kit, a wound care product, followed by the Necroma Vision product, which will improve your vision. And finally, last week, we had the pleasure of listening to Ms. Sarah Christina Castillo-Benitez, a registered nurse and a key international consultant for the Pneumobag uh, kit, uh, and she discussed uh, Case 95, an elderly lady whose left leg uh, was going to be amputated, but Sarah and her team turned that uh, wound, severe chronic wound, around in that amputation, and today, according to Sarah, uh, uh, last week said she's walking blocks and so that's uh, good news for uh, uh, the elderly lady on Case 95. Uh, so if you want to listen and participate in today's program, please uh, go to uh, Voice America, the Variety Channel, Today, Tomorrow's Technology. And uh, we're, today's topic is robotics. Uh, robots, what do we know? Our program today should be able to answer the following question. Are robots replacing man? How is robotic automation advancing and improving society? Are robots the 21st century science fiction? How our present society copes with the new machines and its various adaptations in the workplace or at home? How robots are working side by side with human operators? Our program today should explore the present and future impacts of these man-made machines. I decided to do a program on robots today and for the next couple of weeks because uh, automation, digitalization, and advances of robotics is increasing in the workplace, and we need to be aware of that. And it's the old question, will robots replace man? Will I lose my job? And yes, there are certain jobs that will be displaced, but the critical thing is that you need to be prepared. There's certain things that robots do, and there's certain things robots cannot do very well, and we'll talk about it. But overall, uh, at the end of the show, I'm hoping that we've addressed all these questions and we are prepared to move on. But the first thing we need to do is uh, talk about uh, the show and why uh, I keep talking to the techies and the non-techies and trying to bring them, uh, you know, why we bring these subjects together, and that is to have a further understanding and understand why we use technology innovation, which basically helps our humanity and improves our overall work capacity, our enjoyment in life, and our lifestyle. So to keep the audience involved in today's show, it's uh, please call 866 866- 
472-5788 or email me today tomorrowstechnologies at gmail.com as I said the program today is robots what do we know and the first thing we need to talk about is defining a robot and I guess everybody has a different picture of what a robot is uh, the first thing I think about really when I think about a robot is uh, is uh, the R2-D2 or the C-3PO uh, from Star Wars they were known as droids it was one ep- episode that did talk about uh, the robots uh, in in Star Wars it was um, it was uh, episode, Star Wars episode four and so uh, it, it we talked about uh, the robots and the other one is lost in space and in the robot there uh, Q uh, a lot of us have rumbus uh, vacuum cleaners a lot of us have autonomous drones that are working and some of us have uh, the initial stages of the self-driving cars so the question is, what really makes up a robot? What is a robot? What what kind of technology or capability can a robot perform? So today, robots can do a lot of things. And I'm amazed at how many robots are out there and continue to be uh, developed. And innovation is uh, spurring the movement of robotics along. But how do we define robot, and especially in this ro- robo-revolution? To me, a robot is a physical machine. It can be programmable by a computer. It can execute a task automatically, autonomously, and it can work by itself. Uh, things to know about it is, and most engineers agree, it's a physical thing. It's a, it, it's, it's a, it's a gadget. Uh, it's a machine. A robot uh, has to make decisions and, and make itself useful and avoids things. Uh, like running into itself or other items. Uh, key to robot, it needs to act. It needs to be able to sense. It needs to think about the next action. And if it's a machine and it's autonomous, it's usually a robot. So overall, robot, the word robot is a powerful word. Uh, it, it, for me, it conjures up science fiction. Uh, robot are here to stay and the more and more we uh, I see them work with them and study them uh, they're here and I just want to make sure and that's the reason I dedicated this program today robot what do we know about them because uh, uh, the in automation the manufacturing automobiles there's other businesses and services warehousing uh, a lot of the robots are being uh, placed in those businesses and so we need to be prepared uh, to be a able to answer the question are robots replacing man and and in some answers are I mean the answer is yes in some cases and no in others and there's a couple things I'd like to describe as I look at it but one of the articles and this is a, an old article you know robot future business automation that will impact human workers this is a by Henry Ching uh, January uh, 2nd 2015 so that's three years ago and he said yes robots uh, are are going to be around and they're going to continue to increase. And he talked about a uh, well-known law, especially in technology, called Moore's Law. And Moore's Law states that computer processing power will double every two years. It's a critical law because doubling comes from a number of transistors on the central processing units of a computer doubling every year. 
Why is that important? Because every time uh, the transistor is doubled and you have a better uh, robot or ability to communicate with a transistor every two years, your costs go down, the technology drives uh, the cost down, and it becomes useful, cheaper, and accessible to more people. And that's what's going on right now. In the world today, the robot is totally increasing. I, I keep stating the facts that, uh, you know, we have our own supercomputer in our hands, uh, our smartphones, our Android phones. I've been talking about that for a long, long time. Well, here's a good example, and I'll bring this out. The first Cray supercomputer in 1976 had a clock of about 80 megahertz. That's about 80 megabytes of RAM. It weighed about five tons, five tons, and cost five to eight million dollars. Today, you can go buy an iPhone, which I did, uh, i i10, and it's got uh, its uh, clock speed me- measured in gigahertz. Uh, it holds gigabytes of RAM, about 500, and it weighs less than five ounces. And the phone is approximately about $1,200. So look at the disparity, and, uh, and, and that's part of the Moore's Law. It's the ability to uh, uh, increase your computer power, and, and which doubled every two years, which made your, your phone a little bit useful. It's cheaper, and of course, uh, a larger number of people were able to have phones, and that's what's happening today. Uh, the robots, the power, and the cost of the machines have reached a point where they can have they can replace humans in certain jobs. And the critical uh, piece is in certain jobs, robots, automation will replace human tasks. There's no question about that. We must get prepared for that. But there are things that uh, uh, they will not replace. Look at Amazon. Look at Walmart. Look at the mining industry. Uh, We spoke earlier on the growth of the automobile industry. All those uh, companies are bringing on robots to help the worker. And, and I see that as a partnership. It's not 100% I'm going to get rid of all my uh, employees. It's a partnership. And, and there's going to be a, a variation between how many workers you have and how many robots you have. But uh, the robotic business is growing. There's more robots going into logistics, as uh, Amazon is proving and uh, Wellmark is proving. Transportation, the mining industry, has total autonomous vehicles driving around the big mines. And, of course, we're talking about uh, Amazon and warehousing and picking up the product. Those things are happening today. Uh, so the robot, the machine versus the man, uh, these are things we need to know. And, and, and it makes sense to some degree. You know, the robot doesn't get tired. The robot uh, doesn't become weaker or slower with age. It can perform the same task, and I hate to perform the same task day in, day out, so I'm not a very good robot. Uh, not uh, required actual payment. The majority of the cost comes from the initial purchase. Uh, it, it increases the output ratio, and it's easy to upgrade. That, those are the benefits of robots. Now, people... On the other hand, you know, uh, can only work so many hours. Uh, 
if you're like me, you get bored. Uh, I become weaker and slower as uh, the day progresses. Uh, the quality is not consistent, and we can get hurt in certain jobs. And of course, we're expecting a, a pay. Uh, the good thing is, uh, you know, if you're hiring me, I'm going to work eight hours for the the dollars you're going to pay me. And of course, it's hard to upgrade unless we go to school. But there's one thing that machines cannot do. Uh, and that is uh, they cannot think for us. And I, I, the humans can think, uh, can innovate, and can reason uh, much faster uh, than a robot. And, and that's the reason uh, um, I think uh, the humans are always will be around, even with all the robots. In fact, uh, there's a study and there's a factoid I like to uh, Harvard Business Review. Uh, in uh, about 2011, uh, it's Foxconn installed 10,000 robots in 2011 to do jobs such as welding and painting. It now it now is installing 30,000 robots each year at a cost of $20,000, and has a goal of having one million such robots. Foxconn said it, it won't lay off any of its uh, human workforce, but it's it's a safe bet that they'll replace uh, uh, a worker that retires with a with a robot and not hired. Now, who is Foxconn? Well, Foxconn is a ta- Taiwanese multinational electronic uh, contract manufacturing company. Uh, its headquarters is uh, Tusheng, New Taipei, Taiwan. It is the largest provider of electronic manufacturing service. It's the fourth largest technology company uh, by revenue. Uh, Notable products for manufacturing are the BlackBerry, the iPads, the iPhone, the iPod, uh, uh, the Kindle, the Nintendo, the 3Ds, Nokia, uh, uh, PlayStation 3, 4, uh, Wii U, Xbox 360, Xbox One, uh, TR4 CPU. So in uh, in 2012, Fox uh, factories manufactured an estimated a 40% of all consumer electronics sold worldwide. So we're talking about a pretty heavy. Now now you understand why it's going to have a million strong uh, human workforce and along with a one million uh, such robots. So that's a large large company. Robots are here to help, and it's the detailed work. I mean, when you think about the the ability to assemble some of these uh, products, the iPad, the iPhone, the Playstations, the Xboxes, uh, Nokia phones, uh, that, those are detail, uh, and they're small products. They're not large computer products. So uh, the machines are here. They're here for the future. It is best to take advantage of that, and we should be ready. It's not a bad thing. We just got to be prepared. How do you transition? As a worker, what do you need to do? How do you prepare yourself? We talked a little bit about education and the ability to uh, uh, relearn a trade and uh, and educate yourself for the next job. Uh, I'm a firm believer that just because a robot replaces a human, there are other jobs. So we have to be ready uh, as we move on. And uh, it is important for us to understand that. Let's not be scared uh, of the change in life. Change in life happens. Uh, and it's important for us to be ready for that change. In fact, uh, there's a there's a story uh, that in London, uh, you know, they had about thirty thousand horses for uh, uh, pulling uh, uh, various products and passengers around London during that time frame. But what was important, uh, more than anything else, 
was the ability uh, to cre- uh, create jobs. You know, you had the blacksmith, you had the welder, you had other uh, businesses around uh, that uh, horse and buggy industry. Then here comes the automobile. And then, of course, that grows a different type of uh, uh, employment. So let's not be scared about the jobs that we need to perform. Let's not be scared about robotics replacing or automation. We just need to retool ourselves and be prepared for the next job. And that's what's important for us to be ready for the next job. And as we move forward, uh, machines are here for the future. We need to understand that, and we need to be ready. But one thing that uh, the robots will never be able to do is the ability for humans to create and innovate. And even with the increase of artificial intelligence, which is at least a few years away, I would say 10 years away, it is still going to take time. Uh, for uh, uh, for the robot to really begin to innovate and uh, and be creative, that is one skill set the human beings have, and I think it's very important for us to understand that. So as we look at uh, today's program and we take a look at uh, the robots and what they plan to do, uh, there is no question robots. What do we need to know is first, uh, robots are here to stay. Robots are going to continue to increase and work the hard jobs, the redundant job, the jobs that require safety. They're going to increase and work alongside of human beings. Uh, They're going to be our partners. You might as well accept it. But what's important is as a human, you've got to keep the creativity, the innovation, and more importantly, uh, the ability to fix the robot. And there's lots of industries that are going to come out uh, from just the robotics. When you think about the automobile industry, you think about the manufacturing industry, when you think about the other uh, logistic warehousing, there's a lot of employment and just on the uh, uh, creation, repairing, and advancing the new technology within all these industries. So when we come back, I'd like to talk a little bit about the 10 major robotic companies that we need to be watching in 2019 and why that is important. So uh, let's go off to our first break and we'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on The Voice America Variety Channel. Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. listening to today tomorrow's technologies to reach the program today please call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or send an email to today tomorrow's technologies at gmail.com now back to our show Welcome back, folks. This is Jose Negron, your uh, host for today, Tomorrow's Technology, and we're moving to our next segment. The first segment, uh, we talk about robots. We define robots as uh, as a machine, ability to do tasks. Mostly autonomous uh, robots are considered, uh, or machines, autonomous machines are considered robots. So uh, I asked several questions. Are robots replacing man? Uh, the answer is no. Uh, robots are not replacing man in every task but they will replace uh, man in the most difficult, the most dangerous, and most tedious jobs. So that is a true statement. Uh, will uh, robots replace man overall? I'd say that man has to retool himself, uh, learn a new trade. But as robots begin to expand, it started off uh, greatly in the, aut- autonom- uh, the automobile industry, uh, continue in the manufacturing industry, and it's now moving to other sectors and other businesses, uh, i.e., logistics. Logistics, warehousing, and even deliveries of food products. So as uh, robots begin to do those certain tasks, uh, more jobs will be created. I'm a firm believer of that. So while the uh, robots are not science fictions anymore, robots are here to stay. I think uh, you can safely say that uh, the increase of robots will continue. And then, uh, you know, robots are here to help uh, us live a better life. And, of course, from a business perspective, it, uh, it increases our output and makes the product a lot faster and is able to deliver the product out to the customer. And more importantly, uh, we've talked a little bit about Amazon, Walmart. Those are two companies right now that are, are employing or are buying robots or having robots on the uh, on the floor to assist man, and that will continue. So uh, right now, we'll continue to explore uh, 10 companies that... Uh, that we need to watch for 2019 because it's critical as we begin to address uh, the not only robots taking over certain jobs uh, from uh, a man, but also from uh, uh, a man uh, servicing these robots and innovating and creating uh, the types of robots that we need to uh, help our lives. So let 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 me move on. Uh, the list of companies here is really out of uh, out of uh, the article. It was uh, it was a 17 January 2019 email. Uh, it was a robotics uh, report. Uh, the criteria is to uh, uh, these companies are developing and expanding essential tools for robotic developers. Uh, they're trying to do something that yet not done. Uh, they're one of a kind, and they're exploring those boundaries. And of course, they're also working something in secret, which they won't deploy, but they they're heavily invested. So. 
Uh, let's just start off with the list. Amazon, uh, located in Seattle, Washington. Of course, Amazon uh, is uh, is working heavily uh, at the Amazon Lab uh, One Two Six. Uh, it's working on uh, on a domestic robot and uh, and also the prototypes of having computer vision software and and being able to navigate through the home. Uh, robot uh, is an employee of the home, and it, it expands the home consumer market. So, f- from Amazon's perspective, it's looking for uh, a, um, uh, a robot to service your needs at home. Uh, Boston Dynamics, number two. Uh, Boston Dynamic is uh, is uh, commercializing in 2019's uh, Spot Mini. Uh, it's the first uh, robot uh, Boston Dynamics will commercialize in 27 years. We had a glimpse of Spot Mini inspection uh, uh, construction sites, uh, inspecting construction sites in Japan. So that's another one. Cruise Automation, San Francisco, California. Uh, it's a GM-owned company which has been testing self-driving cars in San Francisco. GM said it will be commercializing the self-driving cars. I will say GM has continued to put dollars in the self-driving car. It is a it is something that will continue to grow and we'll have more discussions later on in the program. Uh, Facebook, uh, hiring robotics talent, research, robotic software, making it public that it wants to uh, have patents uh, for uh, telepresence uh, robots. Uh, it is important for Facebook to stay on top of that. It's up in its robotic game in order to attract AI talent, and therefore it is making a bid for these robots. Uh, that's Facebook. Harvard Weiss Institute Bio-Inspired Soft Robotics Lab, Cambridge, Massachusetts. It had uh, it's interested in there because it had Bill Gates uh, visit the campus there. It's uh, uh, anytime uh, Gates visits uh, a campus, uh, whether it's the Harvard Bio Design Lab or the Micro Robotic Lab, uh, it, it, it it becomes an interest. And uh, of course, the Bio Design Lab has created the soft exosuits or the soft robotic gloves to augment and restore human performance. The RoboBee is a flying microbot half the size of a paperclip. So there's a lot of investment in there for uh, for uh, uses of the exosuit or the robotic gloves or the RoboBee. So we'll be hearing a lot more about that. As well, also, Microsoft has uh, entered the uh, robotic, open robotics and Ross Ind- Industrial Consortium. This is the ability to work around for Windows and Microsoft and robotics. It's uh, exposure to the Microsoft cloud. So Microsoft is interested in, in building these tools to help the uh, 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 the uh, software preparation or software programming of uh, robots. NVIDIA. Um, uh, uh, is also headquarters in uh, Santa Clara. It's the Jetson AGX uh, modular. A company hopes that will be uh, will become the go-to brain of the next generation uh, uh, robots. Uh, this is a uh, Envia is critical because it's developing uh, you know the core 
of that enables a robot to be more, 10 times more energy efficient, 20 times more powerful, and it has uh, 512 cores of architecture, GPU, eight cores. So this is uh, important, especially when you begin to uh, devise and understand deep learning accelerators, uh, begin to process image, vision, and video processing, the type of power and the, and the uh, energy efficiency uh, becomes criti- critical. Uh, another company that's uh, on the on the watch is UB Tech. This is a uh, uh, it's located headquarters in Shenzhen, China. Uh, it's built its ability to build humanoid robots extremely difficult. Uh, the consumer market really has not uh, expanded as as well as uh, they expected. It uh, started off with a vacuum, which is good, but this company is building humanoids, uh, a full-blown humanoids to work at the home or in business in the near future. And it has invested over a billion dollars, you know, uh, over a period of uh, uh, several years. So uh, that more to come on this uh, on that company, Universal Robots, uh, all seen Denmark. This is a company that's a leader of the uh, of the collaborative robots, cobots. The Universal Robots uh, was introduced. In fact, they sold twenty five thousand cobots and celebrated a ten year anniversary of selling its first robot. So, cobots or collaborative robots are the fastest growing segment in industrial automation, according to the Robotic Industrial Association. It jumped thirty four percent from the Industrial robot sales uh, for 2025. So there's a 34% increase. Uh, the selling of the six axis cobot arm is the next generation flagship development so we'll see it uh, uh, perform uh, uh, the ability for more precision more sensitivity and enable a wider range of application faster setup times and new safety features are all uh, brought about by the new uh, collaborative robots and that is critical those safety features and we'll talk about that and finally we'll talk about WIMO uh, Mountain View California autonomous vehicle this is the Google self-driving car. They have an operation in, uh, I believe, in uh, Arizona for the self-driving, and uh, they have the self-driving taxi, and it's the leader in uh, in um, in autonomous vehicle. So that's uh, that's important there. Those are the ten most important companies uh, that we need to be looking out for in 2019. Uh, they're they are growing uh, leaps and bounds, and we'll continue to hear that uh, more than anything else. Another uh, topic, uh, or the next topic I'd like to talk about is the consumer robots. I talked about the vacuum uh, cleaner, uh, house robots. Uh, you know, we have a lawn robot. We have a we have a pool cleaning robot. We have a personal assistant robot. Some of the toys and functional uh, edu- uh, are, are becoming now robots, educational robots. So this... Uh, this information comes out of the global market analysis forecast, and what it tells us is that according to uh, Traktika, latest robotic forecasting, worldwide sales of consumer robots reached $5.6 billion in 2018. Traktika expects the market will continue to experience strong growth over the next year, reaching a market of $19 billion. So 
5.6 billion to 19 billion, and then uh, of course uh, by 2025 it will have uh, uh, a annual unit sale of 65.9 million units by 2025. This is huge, folks. This is uh, um, the number of units: 65. Uh, million uh, 0.9 million that's a lot of units out there by uh, 2025 uh, other uh, robotic topics uh, that are important as we look are are the ability for the continued growth of healthcare robotics and we'll talk about that a little bit more in the third segment especially in surgery right now uh, robots are, are playing a key role in repairing our own infrastructure uh, and that is uh, being deployed uh, uh, day in day out KIST researchers teach robotics to trap a, a ball without the coating so here we are robotics have to uh, they're, they're machine they have to accents do tasks and do it automatically and most of the time it's a computer program here's a, a company right now working and teaching robots to trap a ball without any type of uh, coding uh, functionality so it's a repetitive type action so oh, that is important soft robotics add many fingers and uh, m-grip systems uh, a lot of people with uh, that are paralyzing and not use their arms or hands. Uh, this will help them pick up small items. And of course, uh, the the research continues in uh, special light sources so that we can improve vision. And during uh, the biggest uh, stories during the first half of 2019 is, of course, that uh, uh, the improvement of robotics, uh, the collaborative, the mobile uh, robots that are out there. And I've got a little story that I will tell you a little bit. Uh, find a little article but uh Robotics are here to stay, and they are continue to be part of our uh, of our world. Uh, more importantly, robotics are are improving the dynamics uh, in our jobs. Uh, a little story here: Look at Amazon, the uh, e-commerce powerhouse, had two hundred thousand robots. It's adding another three hundred thousand, doubling its workforce. So while while Robots are replacing man, or are they assisting man? So there's Amazon creating that warehouse. Uh, the manufacturing made in China. Chinese are invested over $300 billion. And so uh, uh, so be, be aware of that as we move through that process. And I just wanted to find that article because it's important for us to understand that uh, uh, the robot field is uh, constantly growing. And robots are here to stay, as well as STEM education. We don't think about robots uh, assisting in uh, science, technology, engineering, uh, and manufacturing, uh, you know, education. But the science and technology is critical in our educational system. You've heard me talk about that in numerous, uh, numerous. Uh, Broadcasts and uh, of course Intel, um, Ohio State University, Stanford, U- UC San Diego are reinforcing learning through robotics. So we'll keep addressing that robotic solution and small to medium manufacturing. Uh, the uh, you have large companies um, as we mentioned Microsoft. You also have Amazon. Amazon service web services are trying to assist the uh, the robotic software engineer. So that will continue to grow. We'll 
country needed to be popularized. And then finally, let's turn to the self-driving car because I think it's important. Uh, the biggest report in transaction 2019, of course, was the one point. Uh, $1 billion investment by Honda to uh, to South Bank Vision Fund and T. Rowe Price Associates into General Motors, Cruise Automobile, or Thomas Vehicle, and then, of course, the Alphabet uh, Inc. for the WIMO and Uber Advanced Technology Group raised billions. So Cruise is starting up with 2,000 people and plan to test commercial uh, services later this year. Uh, Toyota itself and invested $100 million funds for autonomous vehicles and mobility systems and robotics. In fact, Toyota has acquired, invested in 22 companies, out of which uh, they have announced 17. And uh, and the president says they will continue to invest into this uh, uh, tremendous opportunities in, in the service space because they believe robotics will continue to drive the market. So robotic is playing a big drive, and uh, uh, folks are addressing this as we move forward. As I said uh, earlier, uh, the purpose uh, of our show today is to discuss robots. What do we know about it? Uh, I went over the first uh, of the 10 10 companies in 2019 that are major players and will continue to do that. But education is a a topic that uh, we continue to stress, uh, retraining, retooling, and understanding because innovation and creativity is one thing that robots cannot do. They'll be able to replace you or work with you. And I think more importantly, as we go through the years, it'll be a human-machine interface. It'll be a team network where the human can begin to think about a certain task and the robot will be there to perform the task. And that's how we're going to move through this this industrial uh I guess, uh, uh, rebirth of robotics. And as I think about robotics, uh, you know, the R2-D2, the space robot uh, and lost in uh, in space are critical factors to that. But the 10 robotics company, let me just mention them again. Uh, We have Amazon, we have Boston Dynamics, we have Cruise Automation, Facebook, Harvard Wiz Institute, we have Microsoft, uh, NVIDIA, is another company, UB Tech from China, and then, of course, Universal Robots and WIMO. So those are the critical uh, 2019 companies that we need to take a look at. And uh, we're going to go ahead and take our break now, and I'll be back at the next segment. We'll talk about uh, the medical robots. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. 
It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to today, tomorrow's technologies at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, folks. This is uh, your host, Jose Negron. This is our third segment on T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technology. Our discussion today is robot. What do we know about robots? In the uh, first segment, we talked about the definition of robots and, so, and try to answer some of the questions uh uh, specifically, are robots replacing man? Uh, how is robotic automation advancing and improving society? Are robots 21st century science fiction? And more importantly, when we talk about robots, we're talking about the R2-D2 type robotics. We're talking about Romba. We're talking about autonomous drones. I didn't talk a little bit about that, but it's the ability to really think uh, for itself, act for itself, and then, of course, sense. And a machine that is truly autonomous has a good chance of being a robot. So these are things to know about a robot. And and robots are beginning to proliferate throughout our society. You can uh, see it in day-to-day. I don't know if you've entered a Walmart and seen a robot uh, uh, working with an individual as it goes along checking the different items on the shelf or in Amazon. And I mentioned earlier that you had uh, uh, 200,000 robots being uh, uh, purchased with uh, with hiring of 300,000 uh, folks. So the the addition of man and human uh, and robots will continue to uh, increase as we move along. In this particular segment, I'll talk about uh, uh, orthopedics, uh, the seven uh, companies that are transforming the way surgery is done, uh, and it's uh, robot-assisted surgery. And let's, talk, let's get into those seven companies more than anything else. This is a 1.7 billion dollar market uh, uh, you know robots are assisting in uh, spine surgery uh, which is uh, always a tricky thing uh, so the number one company as I look at it is Stryker Mako is the robot, uh, and they were, had the opportunity to replace more than 76,900 knees and hip replacements in 2018. So, a striker uh, launched its total hip replacement tool in 2015 and the total knee uh, application in 2017. Medtronics. Uh, Mazer X Stealth. Uh, it's a game changer and an assist in robotics. It's a uh, it's a spinal surgical platform in the U.S. And uh, one thing is for sure, it, you, the precision needed to assist in surgery is a must. Johnson and Johnson to pay sense of this uh, is cr- critical, and it, it displays uh, it's kind of a size of a shoebox. Uh, the the purpose of this is uh, is expected 
to do ortho surgery uh, by 2020 and assist in uh, in in surgery as a surgeon does different tasks in the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons Conference. The prototype was displayed, and it's uh, it's there to uh, uh, for knee replacement and other types of surgery. Simber Biomet Rosa. Uh, uh, it's uh, again helpful for uh, for knees replacement. It conducts virtual procedures ahead of the actual surgery, and it's useful for the 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 surgeon to really map out what he plans to do. is a, a great technique. is uh, It's uh, trying to develop and ensure the methodology, the uh, the the techniques, the 3D operative uh, planning tool is is shown so that. That the surgeon can have an easier um, way of looking at your particular knee as it begins to repair it. And then, of course, uh, Smith & Nephew, Navio, uh, it's a medical device company uh, with total knee. So you can see there's a lot of knee uh, replacement uh, application and a lot of companies, uh, when you take a look at the uh, hip replacement, the knee replacement, and some of the spinal surgery that needs to be done. And then you have Globus Medical uh uh, the GPS. Uh, it's a robotic uh, guidance and navigation system reporting numerous and uh, it's a minimally invasive spine uh, procedure performance with robotic assistance. So this is the th- second company for spine assisted surgery. Nuvasi Pulse. It's a food and drug uh, it integrates uh, navigation platform uh, as a spinal surgical automation. So this is the third. So from a surgery perspective, the the critical parts where surgeons are using robotics is in hip replacement, knee replacement, and a little bit of the uh, uh, spine replacement. And they're doing that both from an instrument uh, using 3D visualization cameras, three so that they can see or practice uh, the operation before they have to perform the operation which is critical for a surgeon because uh, we uh, you know especially in the spine surgery or any surgery uh, limited exposure to uh, to damage because um, it is very important one of the things I'd like to talk about and critical in today's society is the collaborative robots uh, robots are becoming uh, more collaborative uh, they are um, they're increasing in its use. It's the human co-worker assistant. Uh, the, the task flex, flexibility of a collaborative ro- robot is increasing, and it's very helpful. Uh, what What is perfect, uh, more than anything else, that in between 1993 to 2016, uh, robots contributed to 10% of GMP for the Organization of e- Economic Cooperation Countries. Employers are turning to robotics to help access address aging population and uh, and historically low unemployment. So, you know, the real question has always been a question, uh, even when I was at DARPA, you know, what's going to happen with the employee when a robot replaces them? And so this is the constant fear of uh, uh, robots or automation improve uh, industry performance. Uh, will they uh, replace man? I, I don't believe that will happen. And I think uh, you'll find out uh, next week as we look at uh, robots in space and, and the drones 
and uh, that uh, go out into space. I think that's kind of where we're going to be going, the humans and the robots together, just like we're doing today in Amazon, Walmart, in, in, the, in the mining companies have uh, autonomous vehicles. Uh, so it's always an interaction of man and, and machine, and I, I, I truly believe that, and I think that will continue more than anything else. Uh, the true thing uh, is that uh, robots are good for repetitive, dirty, and dangerous jobs. Jobs. And uh, this helps the, manuf- the American manufacturing companies uh, be competitive. Uh, it creates uh, jobs uh, and uh, for the existing uh, workforce. And we need to uh, retool. And there's a lot of potential. So robots, what do we know about them? Uh, the bottom line is uh, the robotic transfer 2019. Robots are, have a revolutionized the manufacturing and industrial world in recent decades. Uh, the robots are here to stay. Their uh, widespread adoption in fruit, food production, retail, healthcare, distribution. We talked about uh, education. So robots are definitely here to stay. Um, we need to ensure that uh, we uh, have a good transition for robots when it comes to it. But uh, the delivery of robots are becoming a, a reality. Amazon announced uh, the uh, UAV um, the, um um, an aerial vehicle delivering products. I, I think uh, there was McDonald's. I was going to start a uh, uh, delivering McDonald's in in San Diego. Uh, I read an article. So uh, there's a lot of things going on. But most importantly, I do believe there's going to be collaborative robots, the cobots, uh, that uh, work alongside man, and that is going to be the most profound use of robots uh, as we move into uh, uh, the 21st century. Robots are on the edge. Uh, you know, they build with uh, sensors. They're automated systems. Uh, they computerize. Uh, they do repetitive tasks, the most dangerous tasks. But still, we need standards, and the standards have to be built. Uh, the emerging uh, robotic standards was one of the major issues in the uh, latest uh, robotic conference uh, held uh, this past March. So uh, these uh, autonomous machines, uh, including self-driving cars and uh, and the use of autonomous home machine and industrial assistance will need standards because safety, safety, safety is the critical piece of robotics. And I think you can see that as we move through the process. Let me just go through a couple of articles. Uh, 10 reasons for deploying commercial services robotics is the efficiency, uh, quality control, the capacity uh, of uh, increased operational capacity, uh, the reduced operational costs, increased speed of the operation, improve worker safety, reduce labor costs, uh, create competitive advantage, enable flexibility, and augment labor skills. And, and the augmented labor skills is something I, I have kind of heard, but uh, it's really picking up in different articles that I've seen because with either the a mobile industrial robot or the autonomous mobile robots, that is a, a critical uh, function. But the, the reason these robots are being deployed is because productivity and efficiency is improving, product service quality is being surpassed, and the operational capacity uh, provides an incentive to decrease cost and increase profits. And that is really the reason why these robots are being introduced. And as we said, uh, the augmentation of labor skills. Uh, I, I go back to that one quote or that uh, recent uh, article uh, talking about Amazon uh, 
buying 200,000 uh, robots but uh, hiring 300,000 uh, workers. So there is a, there's a mixed match of folks, and that is important that we understand that, the, uh, that uh, it's going to be a human-machine compl- uh, complementary task uh, where you have the machine and humans interacting as they do perform their jobs. And one of the things I wanted to look at, as I look at the humanoid uh, robotic trends, uh, the <laughs> consumer uh, robots have not panned out as efficiently as they they have in the past. We're working on that. But, uh, I mean, when I look at the, uh, you know, the Terra robot lawnmower that's increasing, the delivery robots that are coming uh, soon, uh, the robot tools that are helping understand human mobility, uh, just being able to build better robots, uh, Amazon Web Services, the Microsoft software. Uh, So those are all robotic uh, trends that are increasing i just talk about the surgical uh knee spine and shoulders uh these are uh, robots that assist a surgeon to ensure that they can perform their tasks and more importantly when i look at the automobile there was a recent survey uh for the autonomous vehicle uh the greatest risk right now is the liability the top obstacle for bringing the autonomous vehicle to the market is the liability that uh consumers thinks they will uh incur if there's a a crash or incident so overall we need to take a look at the safety but those safety rules go on and safety standards go on in the automobile industry, the manufacturing industry, and the other businesses as they, they come on. Safety is a critical aspect, and uh, we need to be aware of that more than anything else. As we uh, perform, uh, I'd like to go back a little bit. Uh, I, I believe I have addressed uh, the critical questions uh, on on robotics, uh, you know, man and machine. Uh, the the machine does not get tired. It doesn't get weaker. Uh, it does a task, routine task. Uh, it's really boredom for me. Uh, they don't actually get uh, payment other than initial cost. And the machines are always uh, trying to um, uh, continue to work, and and it's easy to upgrade. Man. The critical aspect there is that we're able to think, we're able to innovate, we're able to work alongside of the the robots. And I think that's important as we move through the system because uh, uh, robots are here to stay. We're going to have to deal with the robots. We're going to have to work with the robots. And it, more importantly, uh, it's uh, it's something that uh, is here. The SCADA systems uh, of uh, the software uh, processes uh, linking networks Networks to networks is also interesting, and that's another topic that we'll talk about. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad that uh, I was able to review uh, the seven key companies that are improving in health, the 10 major robotic companies to watch in 2019. Uh, I talked a little bit about the, uh, uh, the ability for robots to continually um, uh, work alongside the human beings. Uh, so today's program, we, we explored both the present and the future and the impact of these machines, and I think they will continue to do that. Remember, a robot is a physical machine, and, and it's usually programmed by a computer and can execute uh, tasks autonomously 
or automatically by itself. Things to know is uh, most engineers agree that a robot is a physical uh, physical thing. Robots make decisions. A key to a robot is the ability to act, sense, and think about the next action. And any machine that is really autonomous is really a robot. So overall, robot is a powerful word. I appreciate the uh, attendance today and listening to today's conversation. I appreciate us going through. But uh, one more shout out to my executive assistant, uh, Dee Daniels, uh, for helping us today. And, of course, uh, uh, my uh, Alexander Loreno. I can't do without her. She has the ability to uh, uh, draft up the topics, help me post, and, uh, and be creative is, is critical. For those of you who want to know a little bit more about robots, please uh, go back and listen to our podcast. We've had uh, robot shows uh, on 2020, 2018. Uh, we talked about uh, the impact on humanity. We had a show on combat, uh, a robotic combat. It's BattleBots back uh, uh, in 717, 2018, July. And of course, July 31st, when we talked about the collision of robot wars, Star Wars and Indiana Jones. So to my listening audience, this is your host, Jose Negron. I'll see you next week as we talked about space and the robots in space and uh, and the drones that are out there discovering uh, the new planets and discovering uh, interstellar uh, capacity of our universe. Because it's just, uh, I think about those stars and billions and billions of stars and it's 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 so true. So to, uh, next week, join me uh, as I introduce my guest, Hawks Abbott, and we'll continue to talk about space and robots. Until the next time, uh, good day. Thank you for listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. We hope you'll join your host, Jose Negron, for another exciting program next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Enjoy the rest of your week.